0: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. So this is pretty ugly stuff and some pretty serious allegations. Not only that these officers together committed these offenses, but then essentially conspired to create a false narrative about what happened. So, again, this comes at a really bad time for the Calgary Police Service because we've had a lot of unfortunate stories in the news that I think have really weakened the faith that a lot of Calgarians have in the police force. Maybe the saving grace here, as bad as this story is, is the fact that it it was other members of the CPS who discovered this, who reported this, who got the ball rolling on this. That's something. Let's go to the phones here. Uh, We have Pat on the line. Good afternoon, Pat.
1: Yes, good day, Rob. How are you today? Well thanks. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, very concerned about the timeline between the rest of uh, Mr Prince and again the investigation officers. You know, why would they take videos to initiate this investigation when according to A there's all these other witness officers that saw this? Also again the fourth officer, the witness officer, what is his initial report or statement? Obviously he should have uh, they should have had something that said again that there was uh, the assault of these officers taking place and uh, that was not reported so to say that again that the uh, uh, the police again have come uh, forward with this it only came forward after obviously uh, video has uh, shown this and that's a real serious problem because uh, people uh, are aware of often you know police police routinely lie they routinely cover up and they wash themselves under the blue coat of silence to cover these things up, and right. um, it's that for Acer who's in Houston, saying Acer again. This is one of the most serious uh, investigations again for it. I don't know how she'd ever come up with that when there's been many again killed by the police officers.
0: Well, and as in a sense, Pat, you're um, Anthony Heffernan's father. Is that correct? Yes, I am. Okay, just so people understand. So you've been through this process, you've seen how ACERT works and how these investigations are handled. Now, in in the case of what happened with your son, uh, there there was enough there that ACERT recommended charges in that case. That's right. The Crown declined to pursue those charges. So what do you make of the fact here now that ACERT has again recommended charges, but this time the Crown has agreed to pursue them?
1: Yes, and, uh, I mean, this is not a serious case. After. I mean, they, they, she's saying it's very serious. Uh, it's serious in, in effect fact that how the guy is hurt and things with it, and the police officers lied. But uh, life hasn't been lost in Fort. And the only way that this is going to come out in Nancy's case is actually going to trial, where these officers have to uh, be questioned under oath and things and come forward with the statements. With it, so well, th- right now, like, I'm this. really uh, confused. When w- w- I guess with with Acer, with their w- with their status also. But the thing is, I think it's better be asked with this timeline to the police chief. How come it took a month before anything came out? And then it's because video, but the video after all, that video was there from, from day one. And off the the witness officers, they say there's many officers. After all, Susan Houston, is Many officers again for it is how come that didn't come out right off then? How come it took video before that took place? And I can tell you why. is because nothing was going to be said. Now, I really feel sorry for this fourth officer, this fourth witness officer, because, again, his life uh, as a police officer in in Calgary is pretty well, you know, finished.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, uh, again, a sort of... They've not suggested that he be charged. They've, they're going to, to use him as a witness against these other officers. But I think you raise an interesting question. What was his uh, initial report, and was he going along with this uh, to begin with? I, I think that's a, a concerning point. Now, the fact that there is a video, Pat, I mean, I don't know where we would be if a video of this didn't exist. W- what about that side of it?
1: Well, there wouldn't be nothing. The reality is if the video exists, there would be absolutely nothing taking place. And that is my point is there are the other officers there. Uh, they obviously have uh, corroborated things, and what happens is the video shows what takes place, and so then they have to change their statements, and that's what does take place. They will have changed what is said because the video shows what did take place, and now, again, their statements don't match with that. And that is the sad you know, part about this whole thing, and that's what people better be aware of. And that's why the video, as you said again in your program, video is absolutely necessary in all cases. Because uh, without that, again, uh, it's, uh, it's, like I say, it's that um, cover-up, it's a code of silence that is used. And uh, I think what's happening is a lot of people in Calgary are starting to realize this.
0: Do you think we should have, then, mandatory body cams on police officers?
1: Yes, definitely. And I think the vast majority of Calgary residents feel that same way also. Yes, it has has to take place, and it has to. uh, And and none of this, again, where the uh, video is accidentally turned off or whatever in in, uh, uh, cases when there's something serious taking place. and uh, Yes. And uh, most of the public are not worried about in terms of uh, something on there that is going to be of any uh, jeopardy or risk to them. It's, again, for the police protection also. And also the protection of the public.
0: Right. I mean, you know, it took a while for anybody else to, to see this video. So we can't have a situation where there's video, but the video sits on a shelf somewhere. Nobody knows that it's there. I don't know why it took so long for what we're told or other officers to find this video and see what was it. Well, out.
1: yes. And that's, that is uh, very much a concern. But the biggest concern is right off even without the video with these witness officers. Because they said there's uh, several, again, with it many, is that they did not come forward and say what was taking place. So it's only because of the video that has been shown. And by the way, if you follow things, that is always the scenario it comes when, that, when there's a, uh, something, again, that's being pressed to charges because there is video, not mm-hmm. because, again, that officers have come forward. There are so many cases going on right now, even in Edmonton, other places, again, for it, uh, across uh, Canada and across the states, as continuous and and our record, when people often think, well, we're so above what happened in the states, that is not the case. Again, we have so many serious things that are happening here, but people do not hear about it because often it gets so little coverage. So that is really honorable that you guys are making the coverage of this taking place right now.
0: Well, thanks for that, Pat, and uh, appreciate you, you phoning in today.
1: Okay, thank you. you very good. All the best, you sir. There, Take all,
0: care. all right, that was Pat uh, Pat Heffernan, as as he mentioned, uh, Anthony Heffernan's father. So. You know, they've, they've been through this. They've seen how these investigations work. And you just wonder, had there been body cams involved in, in those of, with those officers who were involved in responding to, to Anthony that day? You know, would things be different? Uh, so he raises some important points that I think the police chief needs to address. They got to take this seriously. Uh, I had a text come in here. Uh, says uh, Rob this comes at a terrible time for the police with all the criticism of the recent shootings it's rather baffling and appalling that they would have the audacity to act in a very criminal way really hope that this shows some of the long-term members who have forgot that they need to still behave within the law and uphold it to the highest standards So my response to the people who say wait they do a dangerous job yes they do but when they act in this manner they increase the risk and danger in their job so very interesting what the police chief has to say he's got to address this seriously he can't come out and say, you know, we can't judge these guys. They do a diff- difficult job. That's not going to fly. Right, because if you say that, then you're basically saying, here's the worst of the worst, and hey, you know, they're, they're just like all other cops. That would be a terrible message to send. you got to send a message that these guys don't represent the Calgary Police Service. They don't represent what other officers are out there doing every day. You can't drag down the rest of your force to try to somehow defend these three. And unfortunately, I think those who are trying to defend these three, that's what you're doing. You're saying they're they're no worse than other cops. You're saying that all the cops are as bad as them. It's pretty hard to spin this if it played out as ACERT is alleged here. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.